I'm Chef Joseph Manero with Taste This TV. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about Cat's gluten-free products. Now, Cat's gluten-free is not only gluten-free, but it's nut-free, dairy-free, and soy-free as well. So when you're looking for a healthy, alternative, gluten-free snack, Cat's has got you covered. From their powdered donuts all the way to their cherry pie, chocolate muffin, choose Cat's whenever you're choosing the dairy-free and gluten-free. That's enough for Taste This TV. For more information, log on to the website at the bottom of the screen and check out Cats. Hi, I'm Mark with Master Purveyors, and we're here to talk about skirts today. And I'm the Flaming Greek. And Mark, what I want to ask you is, what part of the cow does the skirt steak actually come off of? Well, um, the skirt steak comes from the inside of the forequarter. Let's take a look. So this is the forequarter. <clears throat> so this is the actual front of the cow. Right. So if you can see, these are the ribs. Right. And remember in Rocky, there was punch ribs, they took another That's side right. on the opposite side of the, the, the carcass. Right. You heard all the bones cracking. Well, that was this side oh, of the yeah. carcass. And from this, which is a rib section, and we get the chuck, which we get a lot of chuck roll, and good meat for, the, for hamburgers. And you get your, your plate and your briskets. So your plate, which comes up in here, which you make pastrami's. Uh, and the briskets, which you can make a brisket, they pickle them, they, they uh, make corned beef from the brisket section. And then from the front down over here, around on, on the other side, you can actually see a bit from the shoulder, they make great, great chutney. So now I can see this is actually that one side of the cow. Here's the leg and I don't know the head with that. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to, I'm going to show you where the skirt comes from. So All right, so we can take this. Can we move this? Yeah, sure. Let me just get this out of the way first. Things are heavy. So now we get a little more room. You want to stay on this side? Okay, so, so this is the skirt steak, the outside skirt. Now there's an inside and there's an outside skirt. And you may see them advertised both inside and outside in the supermarket. You want to avoid buying the inside skirt. The inside skirt is thinner. Uh, it's also more stringy. It's tougher. The outside skirt has more juice, more fat in it. It's more flavorful uh, and it's more tender. So when shopping for skirts, stay away from the inside skirt and you want to buy the outside skirt. So I'm going to cut the outside skirt out and show you how, how it cleans up. Please so, do. I got my uh, tool here. So we basically, this is the... You're like a surgeon. Right, well, this is where it sits. So we have to basically pull it off the, off the carcass, right? So I opened and exposed it, right? And I'm going to come down, see, and it'll, it'll pop right off. So it gives you a little bit more leverage. See how it yeah. comes right off? Okay, so now the skirt's been exposed. 
Now what we have here is I'm going to work around the, the, the hook. See, this is a this is a seven pound hook, and that's how we use to hold up the forequarter. Okay, so we're going to cut this down this way. See, because it's on the on the hook, right? It's leveraged against the uh, hook. Right. We normally cut this on the bench. So I'm going to just pull the meat out. I'm going to release it, and you just pull the skirt out. Got it. Okay. See? You're, you're already a butcher's um, apprentice. Thank you. Okay, so let's take this into the butcher room and let's clean it up and show you what it looks like. Hi, I'm Chef Joseph Monero with Taste This TV. Being from Europe, a good espresso is hard to find. What's even harder is a great machine that makes it. Let me introduce you to Astoria. They've been putting their stamp and their label on incredible machines such as this one. And I give the stamp of approval to say that they make the espresso just the way I want it. I feel like I'm in Italy. So after you can determine whether or not you'd like a single shot, a double, or in my case, a triple, then you have to realize what goes great with this espresso. If you're like me, you love sweets. And you're going to take your impostato mozzarella. You're going to put it in a bowl. And you're going to take your Lafaza vanilla, this is their ground vanilla seed, and you're going to put it right into the ricotta. Next, you can't forget la rustichella, white truffle honey. And you're going to take a little bit of this white truffle honey, or in my case, a lot. You're going to put that into the ricotta as well, and you're going to mix. What you're going to find is an incredible hint of vanilla slash white truffle honey. Scoop it right on the top of your espresso, and you're going to sip a combination of incredible cheese, vanilla, white truffles, and of course, espresso from the story. Taste this. Okay, so now we have the skirt steak that we just removed from the forequarter, and now we're going to expose it. We're going to take it, the diaphragm off both top so and bottom. So would that just peel off like an orange peel, or do you have to get the knife in there and start? Well, it will peel off. We first have to expose the sides. The sides are sealed, so we basically make a cut On the edge, see how he opens it up? Yes. Okay, so now we, we basically peel, peel it off. off. See? And, and there's is, nothing you can do with that? No, that goes into the, into the fat can. So now we have exposed diaphragm, and we're going to clean it. So you need a real good sharp for that. That knife's got to be sharp. Oh, well. Knives are always supposed to be sharp. The duller the knife, then the more likelihood that you, there can be an accident, you can cut yourself. Because the duller the knife means the more force you have to put behind cutting the piece of meat. Right. And if the knife slips and you've got a lot of force behind the knife, it's going to slip and you're going to go deep. Yes. When you have a real sharp knife and it just glides through, if your knife goes left or right in an error, any accident, then you're not going to do as much damage because just maybe just tapping right. your skin rather than going really deep into it. So always work with a sharp knife. All right, so something we could do with this is just heating up, you know, like a salsa. Just do some tomatoes and, you know, some, some peppers. You know, with um, skirt steak, I find that with a skirt, uh, 
put a nice barbecue, a nice sauce on it, maybe the soy sauce, brown sugar. Even barbecue sauce. And, and it doesn't take long on the grill, so they're really a, a very, very thin, thin piece of meat. You could even throw this in a broiler, on a good hot broiler. There's just so many ways you can do it. But it's really a value meal, you know, with, with a lot of this meat because it feeds a lot of family. And what would you say retail this goes for? Well, per because, it's, because it's barbecue season, it's an expensive item now. And in the winter time, the price comes down. Uh, but right now, skirt is probably running in the supermarket about maybe uh, $7, where we saw $7 a pound after you clean it, probably about $10 a pound in the supermarket. So this is, it must be very tender. The skirt steak is a non-moving muscle on the inside cavity. Right. So it's not building uh, toughness. So it's kind of like a fillet. Almost, not exactly. Right, it's a non-moving muscle like Right, but I could just see, you know, the, the grain in it and all, but then again, it just, um, if I put my finger on it, it's very tender. Look at all that marble. You know, it is from the front of the animal, and a lot of the meat from the front of the animal is ropey. So you could use that for stew as well. Um, it's an expensive item for stew. Um, when you're making beef stew, you know, as you know, you're probably gonna put it in a pot, and, you know, you braise it, right? This Tenderize item, it. this item doesn't need that. Uh, and what I'm doing right now is on the edge of every skirt steak, there's a little silver, it's like a little sinew. So I don't like that. I don't like chewing on that when I'm, when I'm eating. So we clean them up completely. But, you know, this guy, Mark, you know, he's the vice president of Master Purveyors. He's, he's a perfectionist, total perfectionist. So, you can see How that. beautiful is that? Here's the skirt. So it's always now, good to leave a little fat. It's good to leave a little fat because you want the fat dripping, making a little bit of flame in the barbecue. See, this comes off. Voila. And this is just gonna burn right off, Chris. Right. On, on, when the flame hits it, it'll melt right out. And as you can see, the marbling that runs through it. Now, by the way, this is all coming off of prime cattle. Um, we're the largest prime meat distributor is probably on the East Coast. And you know, this meat came right off the carcass. So if I may ask you, this is off of a... Um... Prime Angus steer. So this would also, at a cheaper cut, come off of a, a milking cow, correct? No. Um, well, um, these are steers. And steers are different than cows. So steers are boys, and cows are girls. And basically, they use cows for milking. Yes. And the steers get brought to places like my facility, which cut them up and bring them to steakhouses. So you won't find a cow in a steakhouse. So what happens with the that cow when the cow, well that's you because you're top notch. You got the best in, probably in the world. But what happens to the milking cows? Don't they butcher them as well? Well when they get to a certain age and yeah. they're not they're used for uh, milking anymore, they'll actually be used maybe for ground beef. So they're not really uh, used for any like steakhouses or, or white tablecloth restaurants. You're gonna find cow meat, used in, let's say, fast food restaurants. 
Right. You know, you fast food restaurants, right. buy cow meat, reduce to, let's say, chow meat. Right. And that's what they'll do with the cow meat. Even the filet of the cow meat? Everything. Everything. Mostly. Unless there's a, let's say there's a, um, a shish kebab, let's say a uh, type of shish kebab where they're going to be putting them on skewers. Right. So a cow filet mignon is lean, right? So they can take that, cut that into cubes, and they can put it on skewers. And they can probably use this, the filet mignon, but a filet mignon only weighs about three to four pounds when they clean it on, on a 700-pound, 800-pound animal. Right. So it's not really that much weight. So how much filet mignon could you really get to be distributed around the country for shish kebabs, you know? So they Understood. basically take that, they use it. Round it down. And they grind whatever they can grind. Interesting. Bet you guys didn't know that out there. The authentic recipes for all of our products are signature to La Morena. The chilies are literally hand-picked for each can. Everything is manufactured in Mexico and imported into the U.S. La Morena is best known for its quality and authentic flavor, giving our users a taste of home. Stock up on flavor with La Morena. So this is our skirt. Now one more question, do you ever age the skirt steak? Uh, no. no. Uh, the skirt steak, which has no bone on it, and it's always best to age meat when it's on the bone, because the bone protects the meat from shrinking. Right, so this is basically a boneless piece of meat. So it'll shrink tremendously if you're aging it. So Mark, how do you actually package that? Well, this can be packaged in a crime bag machine, we have a machine that basically puts into a bag, takes all the air out of the bag and seals it. And that way, the, the piece of meat is going to be preserved. And it won't oxidize and it won't, become, it, won't, it won't become old. How long will it stay in the bag, in the refrigerator? Well, in a, in a bag in a refrigerator, it's, you know, five, ten days. Right, because I see in grocery stores, there's best, you know, used by so-and-so day. Right. And those are basically put on by the manufacturer, like someone like myself, a suggested time to use it by. Right. Um, there's always, the best test is the smell test. You know, I go by the date as a monitor, as a gauge, but the best thing to do is open it up, let it sit for a few minutes, and then smell it. So and if it, it smells, it's no good, don't cook it? No, there may be an odor to the right. meat, it's gotta be aired out. Because remember, any time a piece of meat that's in a bag will be deprived of oxygen. And once a piece of meat is deprived of oxygen, it creates lactic acid. And that lactic acid has a little odor to it. So you can't be confused between a lactic acid odor to a spoiled odor. So they're two different things. Right. And I knew that, by the way, because I do it all the time. I'll take a piece of beef and I'll mark it down. Hey, I'll throw it on a hot grill and, you know, it's just as good as, you know, what it was to begin with. Right. It's, it can't scare me. Right. Well, it's the, uh, I guess it's the coloring. Um, if it's a foul smell yeah. um, and doesn't go away, then it's probably into the meat, uh, and you wouldn't want to use it anyway because if it's if it's if it's you smell it and it's that deep, then you're gonna cook it and you're gonna taste it. But you know, in World War II, that's how the French came up with their sauces or whatever because the beef they didn't have refrigeration, so you know they came up with these sauces and liqueurs to cover up the actual you know taste of the bad beef. But that's why the French are creamy and this and that. And, 
Well, it doesn't smell, does it? No, it's perfect. All right, Mark, how about if I take this back with me to the grill? You're coming with me, and I'll show you what I can do with it. That sounds great. great. Thanks for coming to Master Bears. Thank you. Hi, I'm Chef Joe Seminero with Taste This Television, here to talk to you about Accelerator Hand Dryer. You know, keeping up with hygiene, washing my hands, and making sure that there's no transfer of bacteria is important for me and Taste This TV, which is why I rely on a machine like Accelerator to dry my hands. It's efficient, it's strong, and it's powerful. And it only uses up electricity and energy when you put your hands under and take them away. So for drying my hands in the kitchen, I rely on the Accelerator to handle all of those needs. For more information, log on to the website at the bottom of the screen. Hey, I'm Chris Kytus, I'm the Flaming Greek, and we're once again back here with Mark from Master Purveyors. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and you got a beautiful piece of meat here. Can you explain to the audience what you got? Sure, a little earlier we actually cut this skirt steak right out of the carcass, remember? I do. We cleaned it up, we made it basically grill ready. So this is the, my, one of my most favorite cuts of beef, because for a barbecue, two minutes on one side, two minutes on the other, and you're ready to go. So if you just take a look how much marbling we, we talked about, I'm leaving some fat on top of the steak because that'll melt out right into the grill. So you need a little fat to help melt out and create a little flame and caramelize on the steak. All right, so what how we're going to do... How would you... Um, I'm going to prepare it with... I got some lemon-lime citrus here. So what we're going to do, normally what you could do too, because you know the citrus will break down the meat, but we're going to use this for flavor today. So we're just going to take this, we're just going to dip it in here. Throw it on the grill. Now, this, for, when you're planning a meal, going out and getting the citrus is, is a perfect, uh, perfect idea. Sometimes when I'm at home and I only have like five minutes between the time I get home and the time I have to go to sleep because we work at early hours in the morning, I usually put together some soy sauce, brown sugar. I mix up in a bowl, throw a little garlic, and I use yeah. that as my, uh, my my seasoning. You could throw some orange juice in there too. I never tried that before. Yep, it's citrus. But you were explaining to me earlier on. This is so tender because it comes from a portion of the cow to where there's no moving muscle, correct? Right. It's on the interior. It's a non-moving muscle. Um, it's great because it's got a lot of juice in it, a lot of fat running through it. Um, really, it's a perfect piece of meat. You sear that up with a torch, you'll seal all those juices inside. And it's just gonna uh, be robust with uh, with uh, juice. So, is this a good summertime treat? People during the summer are barbecuing. Well, very skirt, popular. Skirt steak right now during August, you know, the summer months, ending up in maybe September, is probably it's, it's highest at its highest price because it's in high demand. It's a big barbecue item. Uh, so, this is really the time to get them because. They've actually been, you know, they're so perfect right now. Yeah, it's like a commodity. They go up, they go down. Right. And as we go into the colder, colder season, uh, other cuts become more popular, short rib, and not as much skirt. So if I may ask you, how much do you sell of this, let's say, you know, in a year, pounds-wise? Well, you know, I never really calculated it. Um, I would have to assume that we probably sell about maybe 10,000 pounds of wow. skirts a week. A week? A week. Wow, that's a lot of beef. Yeah. That's a lot of beef. And then in the summer months. And then when we get into the fall and this winter, it goes back down to about maybe 
three, four thousand pounds. And it goes less, down in price too. Half. And it goes down in price. So it's a value. Goes, sorry? It's a value. It's a value, yeah. It's value during the colder, colder season. Now, can you do this as we do other steaks, medium rare, well done? Well, a couple minutes on, a couple minutes off, it's going to be medium rare. You don't really want to overcook a skirt steak because it's so thin, it's going to cook quickly and it'll just dry out. So the best time, best to eat a skirt steak uh, medium rare at most, and then that would be perfect. All right, torch. Fast food and it's good for you. All right. Can I turn it over? Yes, please. Try to use prongs instead of forks when you flip. This way it doesn't puncture holes in the steak to allow all the juice to come out. That's beautiful. Now, really, you could do any side you want to do with this. Vegetables, potatoes. Yeah, I, I, you know, when I usually do skirt steak, a big piece of meat like this, I don't really have time for the sides. I just eat as much of it as I can just until I'm full. Jump into it. Right. The sides is just a distraction. Yes, it is. Everybody focus on the beef. Well, to, to be fair, sometimes I take onions, I wrap them up in, in tin foil, and I put that on the grill so they become caramelized as well. And I'll, I'll use uh, caramelized uh, onions with the skirt. So that's pretty darn near done, isn't it? Torch that? Yeah. For generations, our family has perfected authentic Mexican dishes from seasoned chicken and beef to carnitas, arroz, and barbacoa. The Cardenas family has always followed the traditions of their ancestors when it comes to cooking. From the beginning, they've created authentic Mexican dishes from scratch using recipes that have been passed down and perfected over generations. This tradition of gathering around a great meal with family and friends is what their hero, Foods, strives to pass on. From our family to yours. Wow. Let's take a look at that. Done beautiful. That's great. And that's really like a piece of flavor and yeah, I'm talking about the actual tenderness. Right. Well, the juiciness of flavor is, is overpowering with this piece of meat. This is really an enjoyable steak. I really just can't get, I just uh, can't wait to get my teeth into it. So when you compare this to a filet mignon, this is more flavor. Right. This is flavor, and if, based on the grade quality, it's also tenderness. You know, a prime skirt steak is not that much more money than a toy skirt. So if you're going shopping, try to look for the prime skirts because there isn't really that much of a disparity between choice and prime on price. And it's better to go for a little bit more money to get a better experience. So are we ready? Yeah, so let's grab another plate. Okay.
looking piece of meat. All right, so should we let this rest as well? Yeah, well, any steak coming right off the fire should be allowed to relax a few minutes so this muscle can get back into its, its natural state. Right now, it's been, it's been um, uh, shocked with so much heat that all the muscle actually tightened up. So and it's going to reverse? Yeah, so now it's, it's going to relax and let it settle. Hi, I'm Chef Joseph Minera with Taste This Television. Take a look at this gear right here. Chef Revival knows how to form comfortability for chefs out there. For chefs in the kitchen, heat resistant, the look, the feel. Hey, you're working in the kitchen all day long. You want something that you're going to be comfortable in. Well, Chef Revival has got you covered. Everything from chef hats to chef pants to chef jackets and different kinds of apparel that the chef at home can use. So for more information and to find out some more incredible products on their site, log on to ChefRevival.com. Take the steak, cut it up. Cuts like butter. See? Nice and yep. nice and rare. Make a few slices. Remember, cut away, correct? Right. Cutting away. On an angle, right? Yes. Just cutting it, it just cuts really like just like butter. Easy, the knife goes right through it. But all in all, that's a very lean piece of meat. No, it's actually, this well, is very, when you, when well, you, it, lean on the outside because yeah, we trimmed it. Right. Inside the muscle, it's very, very fatty. Because it's prime. Yeah, but look what happened. All that went away. It melts right out. Yeah. Thank you. Delicious. Oh, you taste the citrus? Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. Basically, you put it in your mouth and one or two chews and it's done. Wow, that really is good. That's better than my, my brown sugar and soy sauce mixture. This is really great with that citrus combination. Like I said, you know, orange juice, do what you do, soy sauce, a little garlic. All right, guys, that's another episode of The Flaming Greek. I'm the Greek. This is Mark, Master Purveyors. Check out his website, masterpurveyors.com. Best beef on the planet, Thank hands you. down. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you.